0: Hey everybody welcome to this mini movie review. This review is about 2022's Hellraiser. Hellraiser is an American supernatural horror film directed by David Bruckner. The screenplay is by Ben Collins and Luke Piotrowski from a screen story they co-wrote with David S. Goyer. Now this is considered a reboot of the 1987 film Hellraiser which was taken from a second adaptation of the 1986 novella The Hellbound Heart by Clive Barker. This is the 11th installment overall in the Hellraiser franchise. That is a lot. But yeah, so it's a co-production between Spyglass Media Group and Phantom 4 Films. It's distributed by Hulu and Paramount Pictures in the UK. It was released September 28, 2022 at Fantastic Fest. And then in the United States... October 7th, 2022. It is approximately 120 minutes. So two hours is... It's a little on the longer side for a horror movie like this, but uh, we'll see what they add into it. Apparently, according to Wikipedia, there had been plans for the Hellraiser remake back in like 2007. But yeah, I don't really know much about it. I'm excited to watch it in the sense of like... It actually seems like a Hellraiser movie, I guess, because it's a reboot of the original. So it actually feels like a Hellraiser movie because a lot of the times, especially in the later movies that have come out, it seems more like someone wrote a horror movie script and then they just throw Pinhead in for like 10 minutes and they're like, it's Hellraiser, you know. So um, the last couple movies, actually, I I didn't even finish. I know there was one that I turned off because I just got so irritated. Yeah I'm excited to see it because it does sound like it's actually Hellraiser type movie so I'm excited to, s- to see how they're gonna do like the effects and the acting. I know um with this one there was some talk about the fact that Pinhead is being played by a trans woman. I believe that is Jamie Clayton. She looked cool and I've seen some of the makeup of what they did. She looked cool. I'm sure it's gonna be great. Like it's exciting It's to see just how this movie is going to be and I'm excited to see it and so yeah I am going to go watch 2022's Hellraiser on Hulu and I will be back to let you know what I think. I watched Hellraiser. And so before I get into my thoughts on it, um, I'll explain a little bit about my history or my experiences with the Hellraiser franchise. So I love the original Hellraiser from 1987. I think it's really well done. It's gory. It's gross. It's weird. Uh, The effects are really gooey and weird. It's just an uncomfortable weird movie and I like it. The second one, I really like too. I think the second one turned out pretty good for me. For the first and second Hellraiser, Julia is kind of the true villain for me. She's pretty crazy in that. In, in the first one too, you have Uncle Frank. He's pretty gross. There's just a lot of weirdness. The third one, the third Hellraiser, I think is pretty decent too. There's some good stuff in it as well. It's not like my fave, but it's there. <laughs> so it's it's got a few good scenes and things like that that are pretty creepy. And then the rest of them, because this one is number 11 in the franchise, which is a lot. So I know with this one, they just renamed it Hellraiser because it's like a reboot in a way. I kind of wish they would have gave it an extra name or something. um, Because all the other ones, all the other sequels have something. Like you got Hellraiser, Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. They all have something. Once you get past the third one, for me, it doesn't really... I don't really care for them or even... I don't even think I've seen all of them. I know the last... I want to say one of the last ones, one of the latest ones, probably Revelations or Judgment from the Hellraiser franchise, I just turned off like halfway through. Some of them just seemed like it was a horror script with just 10 minutes of pinhead, like I I said earlier, and like it didn't feel like a, a Hellraiser movie and they just got really annoying. So when this one was going to come out, I was like, oh no. And then hearing it was a reboot, I was like, okay. It's just, I don't know if we need any more after that. Because sometimes it gets a bit tedious for me. I mean, I'll do it. But it gets a bit tedious for me to explain which movie I'm talking about. Because they're renamed of the same name. Like when they made Scream 5. They just called it Scream. But yeah, so Hellraiser 2022. I liked it. I thought it was pretty well done. It felt like a Hellraiser movie, which was nice. Maybe not all of it, but it felt pretty on point with it. The plot's fairly simple for the most part. I mean, there's a couple like side plots, but the main one is just like this young woman who's like a recovering alcoholic and she's dating another recovering alcoholic or kind of recovering and he does deliveries and then he's delivering for like some rich people and there's this storage unit where the lament configuration box like puzzle boxes is in and you find out later he kind of sets the the boyfriend kind of sets her up which i actually didn't see that coming kind of i was like oh okay but then there's this subplot tied with that kind of with um the rich people or whatever um played by the dude uh goran vishnik is that how you pronounce that but he was a doctor on er i liked him i thought he was a pretty decent bad guy in this i also thought the contraption that they had on Mr. Voight's chest was pretty crazy. I thought that whole um like he had had messed up and stuff and he was punished by Pinhead and so he had like this golden wind upy looking toy thing on his chest through his back and it seemed pretty painful and it had like it was supposed to be like his nerves or nerve endings or veins or something like all tied up in it and it would like really hurt him but he had to live with it for like six years and then he was still wanting more I mean, he wanted anything but that, but I think he understood the pain would have to be bad again. I just thought that contraption was kind of interesting. And I think everyone did a pretty good job of the acting. I like the storyline and I felt for the, some of the characters. I just feel like there were a couple things that were definitely different that didn't make it feel like a Hellraiser, which I, it's, that's fine. One thing is like normally from what I remember with Hellraiser is usually the bad guys get punished more. I feel like more innocent people got hurt in this one from the Cenobites specifically which normally it, it doesn't usually happen that way. Like the one roommate died and her scene, her death scene was pretty intense. That one was pretty weird. Like they do like a lot of skin flaying in this one, which that's kind of common with Hellraiser stuff. I just feel like they really doubled down on it, which it was kind of a lot. But there were some good scenes with that. and One was the the one female roommate's death. Um, hers was pretty crazy. But it also feels like a lot of innocent people kind of got hurt. The main character, she wasn't, like, terrible. She was just a struggling alcoholic. But it's like all these other people around her died. Like, she wasn't that terrible. If anything, the the main bad guy was the rich guy, Roland Voight. And he got what was coming to him. But then he also kind of got to ascend into this different plane. Because in this one, there's a bunch... Because normally the... Uh, At least I think it's been a while since I've seen the original Hellraisers, but I could have sworn it was just mostly the puzzle box, the lemon configuration. But in this one, there's like six configurations, which I thought was kind of cool. I liked the different ones and it kind of like changes and puzzles and stuff like that. And I wouldn't mess with that box really. I don't think, I don't know. I do like puzzles though. So who knows? So, like, the main thing is, like, the the rich guy, Mr. Void who really wants to gain the power from the Cenobites. There's these different steps you have to do. And there's this really big house that he has that he kind of turned into a puzzle box of its own, kind of, in a way, to, like, harness the power and protect him from the Cenobites. And I thought that was kind of creative. That like he's really wanting, he's really studied all this. That he is trying to get to like the ultimate level of power because he's such a, he- like a hedonist that he always wants more. So it's just like he gets what's coming to him. And so that was, that felt more like a Hellraiser thing. Yeah, I liked that. And then there was one scene where the main character, Riley, she needed to get the blood of someone else to make like a sacrifice for Pinhead. And she decided to stab one of the Cenobites and it was accepted. And I thought that was really weird. I didn't really care for that one because if that's the rule, then why were people just doing that to begin with? It seemed weird that Pinhead would even accept that because she was kind of put in the position, Riley was, that she had to either stab her boyfriend or her brother's boyfriend. And it was like, because if that's the case, she could just run up and stab the other Cenobites, which is kind of what they were preparing at the end. But then things get all messed up. But all in all, I liked it. I think the scenes because like the second half is basically at this rich guy's house and I feel like it kind of lasts a bit long I think they're there for a long time this movie is like two hours long I feel like they're there for a while you know I liked the way it ended that she didn't want to take pinhead's help the Cinnabites were fun I like that there was a lot more there was a couple different kinds there was one that was called gasp that I looked up that I liked. He kind of had, um, or she kind of had, like a breathing thing and then like a blood eagle lung thing in the back and like a mask on her face. I thought that was a pretty cool one. The Chatterer, which is one of the original Cenobites is in this one. His name is Chatterer. He's got little teeth that like click. So he's in this. I didn't see Butterball. Butterball's another one that is usually in some of them. He was not in this one. Nor was the female Cenobite, which I think is kind of weird that her name is just female Cenobite, so I usually call her Violet, so Violet was not in here either. But there are a lot of other like Cenobites, female, otherwise whatever, and different kinds that were really fun um they had some other ones too that they really were leaning into the skin peeling which was a little much for me like it just seemed kind of weird like the way they were outlining all their bodies with all the skin it seemed a bit much i think jamie clayton did a good job of being Pinhead, uh, I liked her. I, I did kind of miss the whole black like leather outfit more that Pinhead usually wears. I think if she would have wore that, it would have been a little more stand outing that she was like the leader in this, uh, but she had this cool like neck thing that was kind of fun. And then like she would pull the pins off and like put them on people and stuff or whatever. And so, I mean, that kind of stuff I liked and I liked the different Cenobites. I just, I also like part of me kind of miss Doug Bradley's voice a little bit, but I still think she did a really great job. Um, and she was definitely creepy yeah, I all in all I think it was a decent reboot. I kind of hope they don't make any more because again, there's eleven of these movies. No, I would definitely recommend Hellraiser. Uh, let's go! I would definitely check it out. A lot of fun for it, and uh, yeah, so I would recommend Hellraiser 2022. And thank you all for downloading and listening to this mini movie review. Bye.